Hi everybody, it's Thursday, May 16th, 2019, and this is a bonus episode, kind of an addendum to episode 68 of Plundergrounds on Non-Musical Bards. Last episode, I had a major oversight and forgot to mention that my pal Logan Howard of the amazing Swordbreaker zine and podcast coordinated with me and released an episode on bards at the same time that I released mine on non-musical bards. In fact, his was ready a couple days earlier than mine. So you should go over and listen to that. It was really solid. I like all his different takes on the classes. He's been doing them kind of one at a time. And in fact, the one before the bards uh, episode was one on wizards, which was really cool. Or as Willie the Wizard would have it, it was on lizards. So, <laughs> if you don't know who Willie the Wizard is, you need to go over to the Thought Eater podcast and catch a Willie the Wizard episode, um, and that joke will make more sense. Thanks, Logan, for coordinating with me and for putting out that great episode on Bards. Uh, let's get to the call-ins. The first one is from J.E. Shields of A Grazing Mace. Hey, Ray. J.E. Shields. Non-musical bards. What scraps are left? Man, there's a huge chunk of meat still left on the bone. So, you left off the acapellist. In more modern genres, that might be that might be known as the beatbox. On anchor, they might be known as Logan Howard. The acapellist doesn't rely on musical instruments to cast their lyrical charm. The, uh, a lawful acapellist might be um, might go before adventurers to before kings and, and, and queens and royalties to get them to hear what they have to say. The acapellist um, might be hired by a hold on. A lawful acapellist might be hired by a shop owner or innkeeper to cast their lyrical charms to get patrons to return. A chaotic acapellist might be used to lure adventurers into more dangerous parts of dungeons. This way is good, that way is bad. Follow my voice and you will be glad. So many things the acapellas could do. That's my non-musical bard for you. Arfed here, uh, a little bit late to the party when it comes to the non-musical bards, but I was thinking of a ventriloquist impressionist so he'd be able to mimic the sounds of creatures or sound effects like something out of a police academy, uh, the guy that used to do the sound effects out of that. Or he could mimic people's voices, accents and uh, throw his voice. So he'd be able to throw his voice, make sound effects, um, start arguments, things like that where he'd be able to um, put, put words into people's mouths basically. Uh, in the right situations, I think that could be really cool. Anyway, keep up the good work. Thanks. I guess there was a lot of meat left on that bone. Thanks for all the great call-ins, guys. I really like these ideas for non-musical bards. I'm not really a bard guy myself. I don't really care about having that class in my mix, but 
to each his own, right? I, I love it when somebody plays a great bard. I just, uh, not a class that I'm all that interested in, so I don't think I gave it as much thought as I could have. Larry Hamilton on the Follow Me and Die podcast just did an episode on whistling bards that I thought was really cool, or just he actually did an episode on whistling as a type of language and the ways it could be used in gaming, but uh, it, it, the idea of a whistling bard came up and a throat singing bard, um, you know, like a, a tube and throat singing. So both really cool ideas, and you should head over to listen to that episode. I think it's 116, somewhere in that neighborhood, um, a number episode-wise. So, yeah, Larry Hamilton, follow me and die. Oh, and Arfed, that ventriloquist bard idea, that's genius. I like to listen to vintage radio drama. Um, here in the U.S., we kind of hit our high point with radio drama around the 60s and then quit doing it when the FM craze hit. Uh, I know there in England that radio dramas continued for a long time, and I like a lot of the British radio dramas from the uh, 60s, 70s, 80s, and, and ongoing. But one of the common tropes in old horror um, vintage radio drama like Suspense and Escape is this idea of the dummy that comes to life. And I think you could have a lot of fun with a bard who has a dummy that's just a little bit too believable. <laughs> it could be really cool. And there'd be some cool magic stuff. And just ventriloquism in general is a great skill. Uh, it's really the first spell that we see Gandalf cast, isn't it? Uh, I, I think it is unless uh, he, well, he, I think he magically, uh, works his smoke rings at, at Bilbo's party. Um, but, uh, his first real spell is when, uh, he casts his voice as one of the trolls, Tom and Bert and, uh, oh, I can't remember the third one and, uh, keeps them arguing until the sun comes up. So, and I think that's where the ventriloquism spell comes from in D&D, if you want a very specific reference to Tolkien. Cool idea, though. Very cool idea. I may have to use that somewhere. We have one last caller, who is the uh, ubiquitous, ever-present, um, <laughs> always underfoot, no, <laughs> always welcome, Spike Pit, who gets a little meta on us. Hey, Ray. Non-musical bards. Now, not everybody's going to agree with me on this one, but the first thing that comes into my head in connection with role-playing games, the dungeon master, the GM, the referee, whatever you want to call him, he's, he's my, my non-musical bard and uh, pretty important to the game, I think. Not necessarily an entertainer, that's been kicked backwards and forwards, but maybe a bit of the sleight of hand, a little bit of conjuring, a little bit of storytelling, the world building. Uh, it, it's so many different masks the uh, the DM can wear. and Yeah, I, I think he's the typical multi-skilled bard. I think that is the perfect way to close out this talk about non-musical bards. Thanks so much, Spike Pit. That's a really cool thought. But um, don't use that sleight of hand to fudge dice rolls, okay? <laughs> Thank you to everyone who called into the show. 
I really love the conversation that happens through this Anchor platform. I think that's the beauty of podcasting this way. If you've got something you want me to talk about on the air, you have a question for me or a comment, or you want to chip in an idea, you can always send it to rayotis at gmail.com. But even better, you can download the Anchor app. And at the top of my podcast on the app, there's a little button that says message. And you can hit that and talk for 60 seconds. And if you've got more than 60 seconds worth of content to share, you can always just pause set that one down and come in for a second message or even a third in the trade we call that pulling a jackson after the legendary matt jackson who does the matt random podcast but who really needs to get off his ass and put out some more episodes you hear me matt come on dude you're holding out on us (laughs) um two other announcements Mark Hunt over on MeWe has been releasing these cool little single paragraph games. I don't know how many words are in the paragraph, but it's definitely less than 200. Um, I'm guessing it's more like 50. And it's kind of amazing how much rules you can fit into a very small bit of space. His first one I loved. It's called Murder Hobo. And it has an image uh, from some movie. I don't know what movie it was, but it's Lee Marvin sitting on a, a railroad track with a big stogie hanging out of his mouth and, you know, kind of a flat cap on and it's just exuding coolness. And uh, basically it works like this. You have two stats and five dice to divide between the two stats. And uh, in this case, those two stats are murder and hobo. And when a challenge comes up, you decide uh, how to respond to it. So I guess in this case, you'd respond with violence, murder, or you would respond with uh, stealth or fleeing or bluffing or, um, you know, conning or some other kind of uh, intellectual feat um, on the hobo side, uh, begging, whatever. And uh, then you roll your dice for that trait. And if you fail, you lose a die, which is kind of how you track health in the game. And uh, the GM can set some difficulty, that kind of stuff. So it's just very cool, a neat little game. I did a take on it called Shadow Fist, which was a martial arts one, and I changed the rules a little bit. Uh, Mark apparently liked my changes because then he came back with another game using my text. So um, I'll try to put both of those, Murder Hobo and Shadow Fist, up on jellysaw.com for you so you can have a look if you're not on MeWe. And if you are on MeWe, I'll, I'll try to link you over to there um, to see the to the posts in question. I may not get those show notes up right away, though, so check back in a little bit. And why won't I get those show notes up right away? Well, because I'm going on vacation. I leave tomorrow, and I will not ba- be back until the 28th. And during that time, I will often be in locations where wireless is unavailable. Yes, I'm really getting off the grid. Um, Going out to sea, going to hit some tropical islands, going to eat too much, probably going to drink too much, going to take naps on the deck. So I know it matters to me when uh, one of you all goes silent for a while. This community is part of my life now, and I really enjoy it. Um, You all are my friends, and I love hearing from you. So I just wanted to kind of give you a warning that I'm going to be quiet for a while. Uh, if you miss me, just think of me uh, lying on a deck somewhere with um, a rule book, uh, you know, delving deeper or a white star or something open on my chest and uh, my eyes lightly closed with sunlight, you know, dappled sunlight kind of moving across me and the sound of surf. And uh, I'll be dreaming of... Uh, new dungeon traps or NPCs or pag podcast ideas <laughs> getting refreshed for the next big run of uh, content. So I need it. I've earned it. I can't wait. I'll see you all in a little bit.
it's it's entirely possible that you'll get an episode somewhere in that time frame just from some random island if I'm uh, punch drunk on vacation or literally drunk and release something despite my better uh, <laughs> inclinations you'll just have to forgive me I'll, I'll be having way too much fun so I'll see y'all soon bye Y'all thought I forgot, didn't you? <laughs> Look out for rust monsters.